May he grant you your heart's desire and fulfill all your plans. May we shout for joy over your salvation and in the name of our God, set up our banners. May the Lord fulfill all your petitions. That scripture is coming from Psalms chapter 20, verse 4 through 5. And so I basically take this scripture as, you know, if we're doing what we're supposed to do, following in God's footsteps and doing what he ordered us to do, then we're going to be so happy. Our hearts going to be filled with so much joy whenever we do come across any obstacles and we need him. When we do pray to him, all of our prayers will be answered and we'll be filled with so much joy. So just bottom line, do what you're supposed to do. I know it can be very hard and I'm not saying that I'm perfect because I am far from it. But try to do the best that you can if you do want to live a life in which you're happy. You're not looking behind your shoulders 24-7 because you know you're going to be covered by God. I'm Tierra Drake, and I'm the founder of Girls on Another Level. In a nutshell, Girls on Another Level aims to progressively empower women who are a catalyst for success. It is my mission to highlight African-American women who are well-established in their careers. What is needed are inspiring and real stories from women who have experienced things and can help guide other young women on their desired career path. My passion is to explore women's stories and what it really takes for women to be successful. The goal is to elevate and inspire the minds of women while they navigate their journey to a beneficial future. With the voice God gave me, I am committed to helping others become a girl on another level. From the clip that I'm about to play, can you guys guess what career we're going to be talking about today? I'm, uh, I'm an architect. <laughs> really? Yeah. What are you designing? Uh, railroads. Yeah. I thought engineers do that. They can. All right, guys. So welcome back to another episode of Girls on Another Level. Today, I have the opportunity and the awesome privilege to interview Selena. And Selena is the owner of Design House 1129. So everybody, welcome Selena to the show. Hey, Selena, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Hi, everybody. It's nice to be here with you all. It's good. It's good. We're going to have a good episode because I'm already knowing she's about to drop some inspiration for you guys. So stay tuned. Um, So Selena, can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Well, my name is Selena, which most people probably know from my social media platform, but um, I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. Um, I'm 25 years old. I grew up in Baltimore. I'm born and raised in Baltimore. Um, and I, a lot of people, who, when they ask me, like, who am I, you know, tell me a little bit about yourself. It's always such, like, a hard question for me. Cause I'm, it's like, I don't know how to answer it all the time. I'm so many different people. I'm a mom first. I have a, a four-year-old one. My son turns four on Tuesday. I'm a student. I go to Morgan State University. Go Bears. Um, I'm an architecture student, so you know that takes up a lot of my time. And then I like now 
always when I was a child, I used to try to, I, I, I didn't even know who I was to the point now that I'm an adult when people ask you. I'm like, wow, that's a question that people are really going to ask you like on a daily basis. Like, who are you, Selena? And I'm like, wow, I don't even know how to answer it all the time. But yeah, I like to tell people that I'm a mom first. I'm a student of life. I'm a student of architecture. I'm a student of art. Um, growing up, I like to draw. I like to paint. So art has always kind of been my thing in life. So I'm getting comfortable now kind of, you know, calling myself an artist before I'd never like to even say it. <laughs> but um, yeah, and now I'm the owner of Design Healthy 1129. I'm an ex-waitress from at Cheesecake Factory. You know, I'm just so many different people and I try to embrace it all every day and just keep growing into the woman that I am. You know, I'm so young, so I like to leave it open to the universe about who I am, who I'm going to be, and still embrace the person that I used to be at the same time. Oh, wow, that's amazing. I always get the <laughs> the tough question, too, like, what do you do? Who are you? What is? Tell me about yourself. And I hate it, too, but I've been <laughs> trying to, like, figure out because like you said, these are questions people are going to ask you. So every time I'm like trying to figure out what is something else that I can add that explains who I am. So I struggle with that question too. So, but you did, you did better than me because I was like, yeah, I'm Tierra. No, I'm in school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, then, yeah. and, then, and, I, and I tell people all this time, like architecture school, it, it, it's taken me out of my comfort zone to a point where I, I never wanted to be a person who got up in front of people and like to explain things. But I will definitely say like architecture school has made me so comfortable in who I am and just getting up in front of somebody to, you know, express an idea or a concept that's mine and to be confident in that. And I, when people ask me that question, I'm like, here you go, Selena, this is your time to have a confident answer just to let people know, like, I am, I'm Selena, like, I'm here, and this is just a little bit about me, but yeah, people, you know, you get better at it a little bit, Yeah, <laughs> the older you get. Definitely. So I'm glad that you brought it up that you are an architect student, because I was wondering, uh, so you guys are going to know from the title what Selena does, but she makes custom neon signs. And I was wondering, I was like, is this something where she just kind of self-taught or is this like something that she's really passionate about making a career in? So I didn't know that you were an architect student. So what made mm-hmm. you take the interest in wanting to study architect? So my father, he's, He's a contractor, and he's been a contractor basically my entire life. My father's been doing it probably like 22, 23 years. And my grandfather on my mother's side growing up, he owned like a, uh, like he was, he was a contractor as well. He He was like a general contractor, and people would hire him to like redesign restaurants and um, if you're from Baltimore, you'll know, like, Owens Mills Mall is, like, a mall that used to exist in Baltimore County, but 
uh, back in like the 90s, early 2000s, he did like, he would build furniture for restaurants, cabinetry, like, so, okay, so I would just basically grow up, growing up, like a small girl, I watched, you know, my family, basically, I grew up in construction zones, I was, my father would be doing something at a job, we go visit him at a job, I'd be spending time with my grandmother, I, I'd be in the, you know, they, we called it the shop, they'd be in the shop, my grandmother worked in the office, so, I grew up basically in construction and growing up, I didn't realize that I loved construction so much. Like, you know, I'm a girl, so people never really think to say, you know, oh, I'm going to grow up and, you know, want to be a construction worker or anything like that. So I'm right. so growing up, I, I knew I loved it. And I rem- and actually, I was just talking to my father about this the other day. I said, Daddy, do you remember, like, me telling you I want to be what you do? And, he- and you telling me, like, girls don't do stuff like this? And I'm like, and I'm like, Daddy, and, you know, now that I'm, a, I'm grown, I'm telling him, like, Daddy, you're so misog- you're a misogynistic man for saying that to me, like, even though <laughs> I'm just because you know, I'm a girl. But, right. you know, I, I guess because my, I guess because my family really wasn't, into like they didn't probably know too much about the architecture field because I you know my dad's black my mother's side of the family my mother's Puerto Rican and Venezuela and you know both my grandparents on my mother's side they're immigrants so they don't they probably really haven't been exposed to the field of architecture at all so growing up I never even had it in my brain that you know I'm gonna grow up to be an architecture student so it's Mm -hmm. like when I graduated high school, I knew I had an interest in art. And, you know, that's the turning point in your life where you're just kind of like, what am I about to do with myself? And mm-hmm. I'm just like, wow. Like, I got to, eight, I remember I, I got to 18 years old and I'm just like, what am I going to do? Like, you know, I, my mother's telling me I have to go to college. But in, in truly inside, I didn't know who I was, what path I was on. And I think that's, you know, I think that's common. I don't think it's unusual. I don't think it's out of the ordinary to be 18 years old and not know what you want to do. You want to know why? Because you haven't experienced anything in life. So I ended up going to a school here um, in Maryland. It's Towson University. And I went... um, as a graphic design major because I in my head I was like the only thing I really like to do is like I love graphics I love computers stuff computer shit like I'm just I'm really that person I was sitting there at 18 years old like wow like okay let me just go to Towson it seems normal I didn't want to I love Baltimore like I'm such a Baltimore baby I was like I'm not ready to leave Baltimore yet everybody wanted to go to school out of state and I'm just like no <laughs> I'm about to stay here and I ended up going to Towson, and it was, like, culture shock to me to the point where, like, I was uncomfortable because I went to, um, I went to Baltimore City Public School System, K-12, and, you know, I had never really went to school with white people or anything like that, so going to college, I was, like, I was a little freaked out by it. I was like, yeah, like, this isn't <laughs> my idea of school, so it's, like, I ended up dropping out of Towson University, and then I ended up going to um, Barry University in Miami for a year, which was better, and I was still a graphic design major, 
but mm-hmm. um, I wasn't really, I still wasn't into school. Like I wasn't, I wasn't feeling it. So I'm down here in Barry, but I'm taking my classes. I'm just in the, I was making beans lists. Like I've always been super good at school, but I just wasn't in the mood. I wasn't in the zone. So I ended up taking this class while I was down there. It was like a history class of some sort. And I had this awesome professor that it was about like cathedrals and churches, like European churches and like studying the architecture of them. And my whole time, my whole year and a half in college, that was the best place I ever took. And I was like, wow, like, I still wasn't thinking about architecture though. Like I need to change my major. I hadn't gone to a school with an architecture program yet. So I, I wasn't even exposed to it. I wasn't even thinking about it. But um, to answer your question, like I ended up dropping out of school. I was out of school from 2013 to 2018. I spent a lot of time out of college. And during that time, I spent a lot of time reading just a ton of books, just trying to figure out like what was my thing, what, you know, what could I see myself doing the rest of my life. And after I had my son in 2016, I was like, well, I know I really enjoy like space. I really enjoy furniture. And I just started experience, like just really educating myself on what type of programs were at colleges and what was available to me now that I was in Baltimore. I was just like, you know what? I came across Morgan and I was going to go into interior design at like a, a public, um, like a community college. Then I was mm-hmm. like, no, if I'm going back to school, I got to go hard. Like, I really need to get a degree that matters, that I'm re- that's really going to take me places, that's going to be worth me spending four years of my life. You know, graphic design, right. you can sit at home and teach yourself that shit. Like, you can really open YouTube, you can open a book, you can open a lot of different learning resources and learn that shit by yourself and become a successful, you know, graphic designer on your own. But I said, if I'm going to school, I'm going to learn something that I can't teach myself. So it's going to have to be worth my money. So I ended up coming across architecture at Morgan. And I was like, wow, like, this is for me. So I signed up. I did all the paperwork. I registered with zero credit at Morgan State University. I didn't even go get my credit for any other school that I went to. And from the first day I walked in and had my first architecture class I was like yeah this is this is for me like I've been happy like really really happy in school ever since then and I have not looked back (laughs) like I really enjoy every single class I've taken like it's been worth my time my money my energy and anybody who's interested in getting into architecture like it's it's something you really need to be passionate about I'll say that because we dedicate, it's not like a, another major, like, where you're going to be, you study, you go take a test, and then you're out of there, like, no, we we dedicate four years in undergrad to be in, like, mini boot camp, and it's stressful, you're going to cry, you're going to, you're going to want to give up, you're going to want to transfer to an easier major, and a lot of kids in college, like, you know, they, they work. They do, you know, they got to support themselves. And architecture is an expensive major. Like, wow, I didn't even expect that walking in the door. But, you know, I spend a, a cool $1,000 outside of books just on materials for a semester of studio. We sit in there for four mm-hmm. hours and we sit there. Like, it's just crazy. And I was not expecting all this, but 
you know, it's going to be worth it. And I didn't realize, like, me going to architecture school was going to be, like, me becoming, like, a lawyer or a doctor. Sometimes I got to pass the bar. It's all these requirements. But mm-hmm. I embraced it, and it's a journey. And it's a journey that I'm happy that I, I began. And I can't wait till, um, uh, you know, I, I'm finished or I'm on the other side looking back. But another big reason why I wanted to go into architecture is that there's no black architects in, you know, the United States. It's it's a very racist field, and yes, as black people, we make in strides in a lot of a lot of a lot of professions. I don't I don't discredit mm-hmm. us at all, but architecture and me just being in architecture school and learning how architecture influences black people and has been influencing generations of black people for a very long time is. Is, is, is mind-blowing and to realize that white people have been in the field and they have consciously been making decisions to hinder black people and to you know to stunt our growth as a community and architects and white architects are to blame for that that's enough you know that's further you know I just love space that's how I walked into architecture I love space I love designing I'm an artist but then when I realized that for real, for real, God has, you know, made this my mission and made this part of my journey as a black woman that we, that's something that I need to shine light on and note and, you know, especially being from, I don't know how it is in Atlanta for you guys, but growing up in a city like Baltimore, it's a black city, but the black people are poor and you grow up, I grew up poor and I grew up seeing just, you know, all types of social issues, all types of economic issues within the black community. And my, and you know, my people, my people, they're woke. They're, you know, they're not dumb black people. They're not nothing like that. They don't, they're not crankies. I've watched, I I have, I have friends whose family grew up in the worst parts. So I grew up in West Baltimore. I saw, I saw, I saw my, my family, they love education. They, they, they drill it in our heads, but it's still factors that, influence the black community that's out of our control and part of that is architecture and part of that is the environment part of that social planning city planning and how you know uh, like just our 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 legislation and how it's going against us architecture Mm -hmm. is a part of that and if i can you know i don't want to be a doctor i never wanted to i never wanted to be a doctor i never wanted to be a lawyer i don't i don't like stuff like that but if my job in architecture can help my people in some type of way I'm all for that like Baltimore City I don't know if you've ever been to um, Baltimore City but anybody who's lived in Baltimore you know anybody who's lived here the past 20, 30, 40 years they've seen Baltimore City look terrible and they've seen nothing but abandoned houses They, if you went to Baltimore City public school systems you know that the state of Maryland, the city of Baltimore, they don't throw any money into it. We, we went to school. It, right now it's 93 degrees outside. If it was 90 degrees outside, they'd have us in school. Stop no air conditioning. But then you look across the street and it's a private school. And the private schools got these beautiful campuses. They got money. And we went to these schools mm-hmm. that didn't have nothing, didn't have resources and like that. That's because that's because of the city and that's because of the architecture and that's because of the architects making decisions against black people. And you and it's because there's no black people in the field. And I, I I really think it's my mission to be a black woman in the field and to make sure that other black people join the field. 
So yeah, yeah. definitely. That's that's, that's definitely why I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> And going to an HBCU, yeah, and going to an architecture program at an HBCU is is unheard of for real. Like that's not a thing. Architecture programs across the United States are white people. There's straight white kids, and it's that one black kid in, you know, a class at an architecture school at like a university in Maryland or just uh, I don't even know where any other. I don't even pay attention to other architecture because Morgan. Is has a program. David Wilson, the president of Morgan State University, they have a mission that's just unlike any other. That I'm just so grateful. I went to PWIs and private these private school universities. No, HBCU was the best decision I ever made, and I haven't been you know supported like that in a in a program yet. And I I'm a, I'm two years in. I can't even wait to say like wow when I walk across the stage. I'm, I finished my undergrad. Right. Wow. You just brought like a whole new perspective because it's, you know, it's always a thing in different Black communities, no matter where you're, you're from is, you know, you're always trying to make a better life and live a better life than your family did. And I think a lot of times when it comes to that first generation that can go out and make that difference, it's kind of like you're being forced to go after a, a major or a career that's not something that you're really interested in but you just know like okay it's i'm gonna make some money if i do this career i'll be able to help my family but you're not passionate about it so that was really right. refreshing to hear from you that not only is this something that you're passionate about but it's a, a bonus to even you know not just help you and your family but the community as well because I I do not hear of, you know, black women wanting to be, you know, an architect and going going to school for something like that to build and construct things. And I feel like I know that's not the feel for me, but just to see someone mm-hmm. else, you know, doing that and actually wanting to help others is that's that's a big thing that is huge thank you and i actually um no problem and i actually just interviewed this um other girl um and she's out in new york and she teaches swim lessons for black black people and Mm. i was just like i was like wow like that's another you know Mm -hmm. area where you know black people are quote unquote not supposed to be in that field but she didn't let that stop her so I'm like all these interviews I'm getting yeah. of people who are out here doing things that are different yeah. not to say they're, you know doctors and lawyers like that's still great too but I think we just focus yeah. on like those main three things of being a doctor being a lawyer yeah. and all these main careers but there's hundreds literally hundreds yep. of other different there's so where many more strides for us to make as black people that when we get there is we're going to change the world for the better and like hearing about yes a girl teaching black people how to swim you like my dad doesn't know how to fucking swim and I look and my mom she clowns him all the time for it because she's like you 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 scared to get in the water but you know what my father always says like why he doesn't know how to swim his mother tells him that you can't get if you can't drink 
the water that you you're about to get into you can't drink it don't get in it like you're gonna drown you know and that's fear yeah that is like some fear that is just placed on us as black people and i don't care if it's just like the smallest of barriers like just as me as a black woman if i can little stuff if i can just make sure that like my child doesn't think like that you know that's a that's a change in the world that i'm happy that i made and when I'm gone, he's still here, you know, making sure that other people, like, it's okay to not be scared of shit that people told us to be scared of, like. Right. Wow. That's crazy. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm still gonna, I, I can't swim that well either, so I'm in the same boat with your dad, but, uh, you yeah, know. Yeah, don't be like that. No, don't, you're not, you know, and it, it, the older you get, it gets worse. <laughs> so, it's like that yeah if you if having a fear of water even if you continue to have that fear of water like when you have kids go sign them up for swim lessons and just make sure that they, you know they don't have that fear because you're born in water so the yeah. fact that you're scared of water <laughs> I tell people that all the time like you came in this world you spent nine months submerged in fluid and you survived, like you were okay. That's how you come into the world. Women have babies in water just so they don't shock the baby coming into the world. You know, little stuff like that. That's just, it's a little reminder that like, it's a part of it and like, you're just rejecting it in your head. And don't reject, you gotta embrace it. Like, you know, I'm I'm in, I, eventually I am because I don't wanna be, when I get older, you know, limiting things that you know my family or they want to do when I have kids like I don't want them to be like oh because mom don't know how to swim I'm not gonna try to swim either so I'm we gonna we gonna work on that um (laughs) but what did you um decide to with design house 1129 what made you want to go into um designing custom neon signs versus uh trying to build and create something else so to be totally honest me making neon signs happened by accident like i'm gonna be so honest with you right now like i didn't plan on me having a thriving business making neon signs i I, I mean, I had it on my brain that it's something that I wanted to do, something that I wanted to try. And to be honest, like, I have a notebook that I open up from, like, 2015, 2016, of me just, like, writing mm-hmm. down ideas. And, like, Neon Life was one of them. And I have it dated. Like, it says 2016. So I'm like, you know, that was me manifesting. I know that, you know, God has this, this plan for me, this path for me that, um, you know, I, I'm making come to fruition, but I didn't mean for it. I'm in school one day. So in architecture school, we and we learn how to um, use laser cutters and 3D printers and all types of cool as tools and all types of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. Morgan has this great, great resources for students so we can go use them because we're building, you know, we're architecture students. We're going to be building shit and we're going to be we need, right. you know, nice tools and stuff. So they're teaching us how to use this stuff so we can make our projects. But in the back of my head, um, I'm telling myself, like, I'm like, Selena, well, you have all these resources available to you that the average person does not have available to them. 
So you need to start, you know, learning how to make something so you can learn how to, well, you can start to make some money. So I'm like, hmm, wow, Selena, um, I really talk to myself in third person, like, all the time, I mean, but I'm like, Selena, like, <laughs> you know, what, you know, I just started playing around with things and I'm like, well, signs would be a cool business and um, I, I'm learning about acrylic and all types of different materials to build like my, my models in school for, but I'm like, wow, I can build stuff for people. Like I can make custom stuff. So like I have a $50,000 laser cutter downstairs that I can use for like 20 cents a minute and make stuff like, why not? So I end up making a sign for, um, somebody that I know and I posted it on Instagram and Twitter and people like it and I'm like mm -hmm. that's interesting like people actually take you know they took to my, my post got a lot of engagement I'm like wow okay so I'm like well let me make a neon sign I made just like a regular acrylic sign just sorry and then I made a neon sign it was so 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 janky but people <laughs> liked it people like like oh that's so cool and I'm like okay so in my head I'm like well I could design something so much better and that people you know they're really gonna like it. it's gonna be a nice product and at first I was using um not the light that I use now but a different type of light and I'm just like experiment with like 3d printing pegs for like to support the light I'm just designing a, a neon like my version of a neon like basically and I end up going viral on Twitter and to the point where I was like, wow, this could be a really thriving business. Like, and I said, you know what, Selena, you know what, I'm, I'm going to go with it. Cause I had already quit my job at this point. I had to figure something out, but I'm in the middle of an architecture semester. I'm just like, I gotta make some money and do something. Gotta support myself. Like, and I'm just like, yeah, well, I ended up going viral and really it's all been history since there. I've been learning, I've been growing as a sign maker, just spending time researching how I can get better. And, you know, I am self-taught. Like, I literally, mm -hmm. no one taught me how to do this. I was sitting at school one day and just came up with an idea, took some pictures, and I've been on a journey with sign making ever since. Wow, that's crazy because that's how I ended up um, finding out about you. It was like one of your, your tweets, it went viral. I was like, hold on, <laughs> let me find out. So I went on your Instagram and like I've just been seeing like all the different signs that you've made. I'm like, this is some cool stuff, like for real. And that's um, amazing that because I just saw you had made like a post about, you know, that you had quit working your job. That takes a lot of faith and to know that this is something that you're meant to do to take that risk. That's how you know, like, it's just like the most rewarding feeling when you've had an idea or you have a passion of trying to do something and create something. And, you know, you, you nervous for a little bit, but you like, like, let me just go for it and take this chance and to like see the benefits of what you've been working so hard for even if it's something that you thought like eh, I don't know like maybe to me it's cool but I don't know how other people are gonna feel but just see like the benefits from that that's like one of the best things ever honestly so rewarding so rewarding I can't even believe it still like I wake up 
every day, and I'm like, wow, God, like, you really showing off for me. Like, I, I'm, I'm still, it hasn't even been a full year since I started Design House, and I'm not, I'm, I, I say it every day, like, I'm in shock. Like, I, when I get on the internet, like, I'm like, wow, like, people really, really fuck with me. Like, and that to me is enough for, like, to make me cry on a daily basis, like, like, coming from waitressing, like, I waitressed from 18 to 25, and the only time I didn't waitress in between that was when I was pregnant, and, like, just working with people, working with the public in that capacity that long, and, like, just being in, like, I, I don't want to call waitressing degrading or, like, it's a bad job, or, you know, it could be a lot worse, mm-hmm. but, you know, I to be a waitress. It takes a lot to take that type of you know, torment from people and people just, you know, you gotta be beside yourself constantly, like, and be humble. And I truly, yeah, like, I'm still in shock that all of this has happened and it took a lot of prayer, it took a lot of planning, you know, and just me staying on a path and being consistent with myself and being disciplined, like, and yeah, like me taking the last hundred dollars I had from waitressing and turning it into what I have now, like, yeah, I cry about that shit. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I really cry. It's just, it, it's amazing. And most days That's I can't even awesome. it. So I want to know, like, what is the custom size like what is it made from like what's the process and once you get an order from somebody okay so the very first part of the sign once i've collected all is like the details about what the person wants what they what the vision is what we trying to make okay i have all like what colors they want and everything i have to um i have to go get i have to order acrylic and acrylic is just a type of plastic like i'm sure everybody's seen acrylic at this point with um the pandemic going on and you go out to like the, the grocery store you go to a store and they have these uh you know barricades these block things between you and the uh cashier oh yeah yeah that's acrylic so acrylic is just a type of plastic and um i order acrylic acrylic can come in any type of color it comes in different type of finishes so many different variations of it like it's just a very cheap material basically but it's not cheap it's but it's a it's a it's a du- it's a heavy duty material that has a lot of different purposes people have like acrylic um acrylic uh what's it called like jewelry cases on top of their um their nightstands and their dressers and stuff they put makeup holders and stuff you, they say they have them at marshalls and stuff all the time i was thinking about doing something mm-hmm. like that too because you know, it's a cute little thing that a lot of people have. It's, it's usable, but at first, I'm just like, okay, well, I use acrylic in school, so I'm like, yeah, I have access to acrylic. Then the light part of it, um, when I had my old style, the the light was called EL Wire, and it's like a it's like a string of light that comes in different colors, but to make a design with it, I had to basically like try to manipulate the light. They, so they, um, so that light, it was, it was hard to like bend it and make it look like whatever the person wanted their design to look like. So I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay, well, I have to, I have to find something to like, and basically through like YouTube and 
a lot of like just looking on the internet i learned like i seen other people making stuff and i'm just like taking little bits of this and taking a little bit of what this person did and i com- i'm combining this uh, a whole bunch of different types of things to make a light so i was 3d printing tags to like manipulate this el wire to make this design which i'm sure a lot of people saw me doing on like a lot of videos that started going viral on Twitter when a lot of people started um, knowing who I was. And I was like, okay, well, this isn't really like neon lights. Like, I'm trying to get on the level like professional sign makers. Like, this is cute. This is what I was doing before was really cute, but I felt like it was crafty. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm such a perfectionist at heart that I was just like, this, this, I gotta, I gotta up my game. So I ended up switching over to a different type of light which I use now and it's commercial grade lighting. So um, I got to order it from China and it comes in a lot of different, but it's it's basically like an LED strip, but then it has this silicone casing around it. So that diffuses mm-hmm. the light that comes off of the LED strip. And it's called neon flex lighting, but um, basically I take this, it comes in a long strip that it's probably like 16 feet you can get it 50 50 feet 200 feet or whatever but you i basically got to cut this light this strip of light down and i have to manipulate it to make it look like whatever the person wants it to look like so i have my acrylic laser cut to the shape i'm on the computer i designed the light the light design for the person i take the acrylic i get it cut to what i want it to look like I then take the light and I take like a printout of what the person wants their signs to look. I'll put it under the acrylic and I go ahead and mimic each piece. So a light could definitely be anywhere from like 20 different pieces of light that I had to connect that I've cut up into 20 different pieces. Or then a light could be like 50 different pieces depending on what the design is or how big it is. So I take these light pieces and I attach, I put wires, I had to do electrical work, I had to teach myself electricity and how electricity runs. And I take this wire, I take electrical wire, and I have like all these wires basically that come out to the back of the piece of acrylic. And then I attach, I basically have to make all these positive and negative wires come out to be one positive, you know, end up 40 different positive um, and negatives that end up being one positive and negative so that it plugs up into a, a power supply. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you have a light. Wow, that's amazing. I know it sounds, I know, it sound, I, know I pro- it probably makes sense in my head. I know when I say this, people are like, Selena, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, but it makes sense to me some, yeah, most of the time. <laughs> and it's, yeah, I had to, and I want to, I actually want to teach people how to do it. But I want to be, I want to be able to explain it in a way that somebody can learn from, because there's not a lot of material out here to learn about how to make neon lights. I realized that in my own learning process. So it's mm-hmm. like you basically have to fill in some gaps for yourself. And yeah, I've been, I've been doing that for That's myself. Lit. That's lit. So um, <laughs> before we wrap up. You got to let them know where they can find you or where they can order these signs. Perfect. Um, yes, you guys can find me at designhouse1129.com. That's my website. And then my Instagram, my business Instagram is designhouse1129. 
And my personal page is selena.carter, S-E-L-E-N-A dot C-A-R-C-E-R. Um, my email is designhouse1129 at gmail.com. If you guys need to reach me, if you have any questions about getting the sign made or pricing, um, I'm your girl. Just hit me up. All right, guys. So, of course, I have to do the business spotlight before we go. If you're new to this podcast, that's where I highlight the small black business. And I just like to shine a light on all the positive things that they're doing. So this week is going to go to my sister, Jada. Um, And so her business is called Bed Bugs. Ironically, her nickname is Bug, which is cool. So I love the name off rip. Like, I love it. But she sells scrunchies and headbands in their all handmade so she has different patterns she loves her fabrics y'all so almost anything you can think of that you want made she can do it and so you can go to her instagram it's bedbugs.tjb and you can also go to her website which is shopbedbug.com and so just check out her page she's always doing sales she's always finding new fabric pieces and she recently just um i don't even know how to explain it that well so that just means you need to go to her instagram to find out but she has created the apple watch bands so different fabrics that you want for that she has that as well so make sure you guys go check her out and thank you for tuning in to this episode i will catch you next week